You are listening to the Business Society Podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com columnist. The Business Society community is where business owners come together to learn about real business, common problems, and real solutions. Are you a successful business owner who is now ready to learn how to increase your profit margins so that you can keep more money in your pocket and build your personal net worth? You are in the right place. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I share with you real advice that will help you increase the profit in your business and build your net worth. I know you're a genius at what you do, regardless of what profession you're in, and I'm here to help you make sense of the money and other pressing business issues. Have a business problem? We'll find real business solutions. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Business Society podcast. I am your host, Melissa Houston, and I am a CPA, a financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com columnist. Okay, so today it's October 4th. If you're listening to, to this episode when it first drops on Monday, we're well into fall. And up here in Ottawa, the colors of fall are absolutely gorgeous. So fall is my most favorite season because the days are still warm. There's no humidity in the air, which is a huge bonus because if you've been to Ottawa in the summer, it gets pretty friggin' sticky. And then the nights are super cool. So you don't have to have the air conditioning going or anything. Sleep with the window open and everything so feels so fresh and gorgeous. And the leaves are changing colors and you've got reds and oranges and yellows. And it's just so vibrant and beautiful. I really love fall. But I know in a few weeks when November hits, I'll start complaining about the cooler weather and the inevitable snow that's coming. Last year was definitely a really hard winter because there was no escape down south, even for a bit because of COVID. And I know these are first world problems. And, you know, I have a lot to be grateful for and I should just really shut up. But the worst thing about winter in Canada is that it's so dark and so cold. Okay, but enough about my whining and complaining, and I'm not going to talk to you about the weather for the whole episode, because we need to celebrate. So it is our one year anniversary of the Business Society podcast. So yeah, we did have a name change in the spring from we started off, think like a CFO. And in the spring, we changed over to the Business Society. But it's essentially the same podcast just has a different name. So I cannot believe we've been doing this for a year. So that's fantastic. I'm super happy about that. It's been a lot of fun. I remember looking back, I was so scared when I started this podcast, but I love my podcast producer, Emily Milling of The Ultimate Creative. She made it so much easier for me. She's a fantastic podcast editor. I've been so happy with her, been with her for a year now, and no plans on changing. So if you're interested in starting a podcast and you need help, I highly recommend her. Okay, so I hope you're listening to this podcast as much as I love to bring it to you. I love the year that we've had. We've interviewed so many people. We've had quite a few solo episodes. It's just been so fun. And we're getting such a great perspective from celebrity entrepreneurs to regular people like you and me, or maybe you're not so regular, but I am. And it's just so great to get everybody's perspectives, all the challenges that we have as entrepreneurs, we can feel across like nobody's immune to the challenges of being an entrepreneur or a business owner. Always a bumpy road, ups and downs. And it's just fun, though. So we just got to go with it and ride out the bad times and, you know, really enjoy the good times. 
So if you're enjoying this podcast, I would really appreciate you hitting subscribe and leaving a review for me. The more reviews we get for this podcast, the more people we can reach and help. So I know Apple changed their algorithm and all that stuff. So I'm hoping this is the way you still get get a further reach. But if not, tell your friends, tell your family, tell all your business owner friends. It's, it's a great podcast. You learn a lot and you should listen to it. Okay, so now we're going to get to the main point of today's episode because I'm not going to ramble on about that stuff all day. So September 30th just passed. And that means that it's the end of quarter three for most of us who have businesses. So if you're running on the fiscal calendar of January to December, then September 30th is the end of Q3. You should probably have your books completed within the next few days. And this is where you have your financial plan that you've been following and you need to compare your results that you you achieved in Q3 to what you planned for. Okay, so knowing the difference, knowing that variance is important because you see where your strengths are and where your weaknesses lie. So you can always improve on your strengths and you can always improve on your weaknesses. And if you're stronger in something, you didn't realize it, it's great to know because then you can use it to your advantage. And if you're weaker in some areas, you know where you need to improve. So getting those results, getting that feedback is really important for business owners. It's essential to take time to review these numbers because it will tell you how your business is doing. So when you review your numbers, you're receiving the feedback. Maybe you paid too much in expenses this quarter or you fell short of your revenue goals. This is important information to measure because it allows you to see any potential problems and fix them before they become big issues or big money sucks. So if you've been listening to me for a while, you're probably thinking, why is she telling us to review on a quarterly basis? I'm not telling you to do that because I still think that you have to do it every month, but also look at it on the quarter. So you look at the full quarter and you compare quarter to like your your quarter actuals to your what you plan for the quarter. It just gives you a bigger measuring stick to use. So Smart business owners take the time to get the feedback and they make improvements on it. So there's no need to be afraid of that feedback. And not all the feedback is going to be bad. So you could have great news such as, you know, exceeding your revenue goals for the quarter. So when you understand what you're doing well or what your best offer is and how your people react to it, you can promote it more. Use it for your advantage. When you know where your best areas of profit are, you can capitalize on that. You know, some people think capitalize, that's such a bad word. Well, it is if you're nasty and greedy, but if you're a very giving person and, you know, you use your money for good, then it's definitely a good thing to make money so that you can do good with it. So there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money. I I know I often say that and I'll keep saying it because You know, if you're a good person when you're poor, you're going to be a good person when you're rich. And if you're an asshole when you're poor, well, guess what? You're probably going to be an asshole when you're rich. So if you're worried about the fact that money will change you, money won't change you. Not if you're a good person. It will allow you to do good things with your money. There are many advantages to creating a financial plan for your business. So I'm going to talk about them and walk you through some of them today. So if you haven't created your financial plan yet, you absolutely should. So if you don't have your Q4 plan ready, I would suggest that you do a quick one 
and think about your plan for 2022 as well. If you need help creating your budget or your 2022 financial plan, as I like to call it, and you want some support, stay tuned because I am releasing some workshops in October to help you with this. So if you're interested in signing up, you can send me an email or at this point, I probably have a link in the show notes where you can sign up for a workshop. So make sure that you attend that because I will be there to help you every step of the way. I know for some people it can be very overwhelming. So no need to to get overwhelmed. Just, you know, we'll work through it together. So, okay, there are many advantages to creating a financial plan for your business. We're going to walk through them right now. First benefit and probably the best benefit of creating a financial plan, it is allows you to manage your money effectively within your business. The best way to manage your money and increase the profit in your business is through a financial plan. Because what happens is you are mapping out what's going on in your business. So you list every stream of revenue that you have coming in and you list every expense that you have going out and you break it down by month. And that is how you measure. I know it sounds very simplistic. There are a few more things involved, but if you get those basics down, even if you just do that, it's going to help you so much in managing your business. And I always say that when you have a financial plan for your business that you've created yourself and you understand what's going on in your business with your numbers, then you have an intimate understanding of your business. And that is super important because every business decision that you make, you will understand how it will make you profitable or not. Okay, another benefit to having a financial plan is it helps you allocate appropriate resources to projects. So whether you've got projects going or if you've got just different lines of income coming in, when you have a crystal clear understanding of how profitable your different offers or projects are, you get clear on what you need to offer more of, okay? So what that means is you understand if you've got product A that you're offering and the profit margin is 30% and maybe product B that you're offering has a higher profit margin of 50%, you know that you're going to be making more money with project B. So when you understand everything that goes into each individual project, you understand how you can cut costs and boost your profit as well. So it's always really great to have your overall budget. But what I'd like to show people as well is how to tie in each project and how profitable each project or line of income can be and how you dissect that information so that you have a full understanding of all the offers that you're offering and which one makes you the most money. Another benefit of having a financial plan is it helps you monitor your performance as a business. This is so important because I often talk to many business owners who do not understand if their business is even profitable or not. And it's not uncommon. You can have, you know, multiple six-figure, seven-figure businesses that don't have a profit. And those businesses will be in jeopardy. So it's not sales that make you a successful business owner. It's the profit. So having a plan is essentially having your goals that are listed written out that you are accountable to. 
This allows you to measure how well you are achieving your goals. So another benefit is it helps you improve your decision making. So this is a huge one because when you improve your decision making, you're operating as the best CEO that you can possibly be for your business. And as I mentioned earlier, the best way to know your business is by knowing your numbers. So I know it sounds a little mundane or, you know, just lackluster and it's such an unsexy thing compared to marketing and sales and all that fun stuff, but it's essentially so important. And who doesn't love to count their own money? Okay. Because you know that once you calculate your profit, the profit is what you get to keep at the end of the day. Well, it's not necessarily entirely true. Your profit after you paid your taxes is what get what you get to reinvest into your business, or you can pay yourself out as well. But that's a whole different story about taxes. But just be mindful that there's always taxes to be paid. But the profit, you really want to maximize your profit because that's the money that you get to keep. So why would you want to be paying other people when you could be paying yourself essentially? So when you understand your performance, and you can you understand where you can cut costs, and increase your profit margins, that is always a good thing. And another benefit to having a financial plan and monitoring that financial plan, I mean, the key is, you know, you can't just have a financial plan, you need to monitor it as well. I kind of feel that those both go hand in hand because yeah, it's great to have a financial plan, but the magic is really in monitoring your progress against it. So another benefit is because it helps you identify problems before they become big issues. So if you anticipate cash flow difficulties, or you can see that you've got an expense coming up or whatever the case may be, when you monitor these things, then there's no surprises, right? I mean, there will be surprises like, you know, something breaks down or whatever that you really hoped wouldn't happen or didn't expect to happen so early. But for the most part, you can mitigate your risks by proper planning. So that really is what your financial plan is, is creating that proper plan and creating your insurance against those risks. So it's super important. Being proactive and preventing problems before they occur is the best stress remedy there is. Financial stress is caused by a lack of financial plan or understanding your finances in your business. So Make sure that you take the time, invest that time into understanding your business. Because if you don't understand what's going on in your business, you are not being the best CEO of the business that you can be. And this is where CEOs get into trouble, especially when it's just you. If you're an entrepreneur, it's just you and you're relying maybe on a team, but you are the main or the only decision maker of your business you have to be careful, you have to be wearing all sorts of different hats. If you're not interested in what's going on in your finances, and you're trusting other people to make financial decisions for you, essentially, you're just giving your power away. It's not going to be beneficial for you. You need to take control and understand what's going on in your business so that you can keep yourself out of trouble. You ever hear the story about Billy Joel? And for those of you who don't know Billy Joel, I think everybody pretty much would know Billy Joel. He's pretty much a classic musician. Anyways, he had trusted his accountant with all his millions of dollars and the accountant unfortunately stole all his money. So he went broke and he had to rebuild himself. So these stories happen all the time. So I just really want you to be aware that when you 
invest the time into knowing your your business numbers, you're essentially putting insurance on your company because you're going to know what's going on in your business. You will prevent somebody from turning you into a victim. So we don't want that. And then the final benefit I'm going to leave you with today is the business plan helps you plan for the future. You can create short-term, medium-term, and long-term goals. When you have a really clear idea of where you want to take your business, and maybe in the end you want to sell it too, right? And you want to make money off the sale and live happily ever after. When you plan out your finances and you plan out your business like that, this is the most reasonable and logical way that you will achieve that goal. So, you know, what happens is when people come to buy your business, they're going to look under the hood, so to speak, right? So they're going to look at your books. They're going to see what's going on. So you need to know what's going on in your business so you can answer their questions, first of all. And secondly, you need to know what's going on with your books so that you can make them as, you know, shiny and squeaky clean and profit producing as you possibly can. Okay, so that is our episode for today. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, because this is the beginning of Q4, and if your Q4 and your year end is upon you, it's smart to start creating your financial plan for 2022. And your rolling five-year plan for your business at minimum five years. It's great to have a five-year outlook. You don't have to do it as much detail as you do for your one-year outlook, but it helps you create your financial goals for your business. So if you haven't created your 2022 financial plan yet and you feel that you need help with it, I'm opening up some special sessions to offer one-on-one support for your budget process. So sign up for a 15-minute discovery call with me and we will discuss your budget needs and we will tailor a workshop specifically for your needs. And I'm going to leave the link in the show notes to sign up for that discovery call because I'm here to help. I'm here to support you. And we will get your 2022 financial plan for your business on track. Thanks for listening to the Business Society podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And never forget, nobody will ever care about your money as much as you do. So never give your financial power away. Mm